G'day Legends Legendaries, welcome to another episode of Generation Get To It, a sugar hit of positivity and health for you to get the most out of yourself to inspire this generation and the next. Make sure you like and subscribe so you get the latest episodes and share the word so you can get more people out there and start changing more people's lives for the better. One thing that is so critical to this podcast growing and us getting more guests, more people and more change in the world in the positive direction is by getting more coverage. So if you guys could please leave a review, preferably five stars, and we can get more people out there seeing this podcast so we can start making a big difference in the world. Because you know what? I love I love the positivity that comes from, from the people I meet and all the lessons I learn. I hope that you are too. So for today's episode, we're actually going to go through something which is going to help provide more positivity, particularly into teenagers. Now, I don't know about you, but I was a stressful, stressed and anxious teenager. I think many of us grew, uh, had certain points in our life where we think that, you know, oh my God, I just, school's the worst or everything's too stressful. I don't know what I'm doing myself. What am I going to do with my life? I've got so much pressure on me and I'm just a terrible person. But that's not the way we want to think. And right now in this in the world that we live in, more kids are getting stressed than ever. It's really, really sad to see. A lot of kids are really struggling out there, teenagers, and mostly due to uh, the environment that surrounds us, particularly the environment that lives in our hand uh, on our phone. So it's quite confusing. And a lot of the time, I think it, a lot of us really struggle with the idea of that we can't actually get as much help as we think we need. But in actual fact, the help can come from both within us, but also from our parents and people close to us. So to give an idea about how important mental health is at the moment towards teenagers, about one in seven young people aged between the ages of four and 17 experience a mental health condition in any given year. And almost one-fifth of all young people aged between 11 and 17 experience high or very high levels of psychological distress. Now, this could be caused by a lot of things, typically going to be around societal pressures. So things that happen at school, things that happen on social media, and just living through all the different things which happen as a teenager during during hormonal, hormonal periods and finding their identity and things like that. So I want us all to be very conscious about that and reflect back to what you've done as you know, what kind of teacher, teenager you were. Because I'll give you an example of me. So, it may surprise you, but when I was a teenager, I had a seriously bad twitch. (laughs) And like, it wasn't a small twitch. It was like a big facial twitch. And it was very noticeable. And my God, it was just, it came out at the worst times. Because I was very anxiety and stress driven, there was just like some serious periods in my life where a lot of things were going quite wrong. And I just found that I was building up a lot of stress and probably not actually understanding what stress is and anything about it. I didn't really know what emotions were. So for me, it just all turned into this amazing big twitch in my face. And there were some specific times where I remember it came out. I was about 14 and I remember we were in history and we all had to do a speech in front of the class at some point. And I remember just going through this period where I'm like, oh my God, I got so much stress. I've got so much acne in my face. What am I going to do? And I remember they called, the teacher called my name. She's like, Jordan, you're up next. Come do your history speech on the medieval period. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but I got up, walked in front of the class, 
and my god my face just absolutely took off and it's really hard to explain what it's like but it basically was like a twitch which was like kind of uh, just underneath your eye like twitches up and kind of makes you look like you're squinting a little bit and stuff like that and i blink really hard my face would kind of my mouth would kind of go up towards my ear it was a really it wasn't very nice and uh that actually lasted for a long time but i just remember that was such a bad thing because i remember walking back to my seat afterwards feeling like no one would have heard a word that i said and all they were looking at this this guy with this massive contortion uh what do you want to call it on his face so Anyway, so that's that's my little journey. <laughs> but since then, I, I've learned over the years how to actually manage it, um, how I can actually manage my stress. Still not perfect to this day, but the most important things is that I continue to work on it through a bunch of skills. So I've got to thank both my mum and my dad who were very instrumental in learning how to manage stress. Dad was definitely more, more of a hard ass, but mum was definitely more compassionate. But they both were some people who in my life who I definitely look up to and particularly when it comes to learning how to manage emotions and both physically and mentally, they were there for me. So the thing was, during that time, I never saw a therapist, but the thing was I had people around me that were experienced and knew a lot about this. Mum's a clinical psychologist. Dad um, was a PE teacher and fitness coach, for trial triathlon coach. So they both had a lot of experience in dealing with emotions in many ways. So... I think it was really important to have them in my life. So if you can educate yourself for how you can do this and manage your own emotions, um, then you're able to better do it for other people as well. So this is where I want to go through three big things you can do to help manage teenage insecurity in mental health. So it's a massive impact. It's, it's a huge thing when it comes to kids. There's you know, the feelings of insecurity, which create anxiety, depression, low self-esteem. And what we really want to see is a whole bunch of kids building a strong foundation of a bit of self-confidence, a bit of resilience, and making sure that we're not comparing ourselves to others, but we're having some self-compassion for oneself. And that's going to actually create a better teenager. So I'll explain a few different reasons, a few different uh, methods that you can use yourself to actually try and figure out. But I'll also tell you how I'd help with the teenager program that I run through as well. We've got our Teen Legends program, which helps kids build more self-confidence, resilience, and make sure they're focused on the right things. Um, mainly through physical exercise and also through mindfulness activities, but that's I can explain that later. So three different things you can do to help promote um, self-confidence kids. The main thing is to get them to become more self-aware of what their strengths and weaknesses are, right? So a lot of us tend to lean towards what our weaknesses are. I'm not very good at speaking. I'm terrible. I've got acne in my face, blah, blah, But in, we don't actually concentrate so much on what the strengths. So what are my strengths? So someone who could be, I'm a very good communicator. I'm very good at getting jobs done. I'm very good at being compassionate to others. There's so many different strengths. So for a kid that I'm working at the moment, I can't like actually got a couple uh, boys that I'm working with at the moment. And for a lot of them, they so, so good at putting negatives in. But what I wanted to say was try to get them to be concentrate more on their strengths and to be very specific with them too. That's very, very important. So since we started doing that, they started to understand a bit more about how they can improve themselves. So that way they're building skills. But of course, they're making sure that we're actually um, getting them to build a lot of confidence in themselves so they can actually be a better athlete and a better person. Number two, creating effective communication strategies for parents. So if you're a parent or you're someone who deals a lot with kids, it's really, really important that there's strong 
communication between. So when someone is feeling down and, you know, crap and whatever, it's very important that we validate their emotions. So we're not going to say, oh, no, you're just thinking funny or, you know, you're just making up or something like that. Just validate their emotions first and then problem solve. Like if someone says, oh, I don't feel like I'm good enough, don't be like, no, you are good enough. No, you still want to say, okay, you don't feel good enough. Why do you not feel good enough? That must be a very tough feeling to deal with. And they say, yeah, it is a tough feeling to deal with. I say, why do you feel that? And you go through it and talk through it with them. And that way they feel more open to communicate about what's actually happening. Because one, the emotion that they're, they're uh, feeling at the time is generally not actually the outcome that they're looking for. So make sure you validate their emotions. That's really important. Number three, encouraging positive self-talk and self-reflection. So when it comes to something, back to what we are talking about before. So when we start going through breaking down what's actually happening, a lot of us tend to lead towards the negatives again. So when something goes wrong, say, oh, I'm not very good at this, I'll never get good at this. That's about making sure that positive self-talk is reinforced. So if they're saying, I'm not very good at this, say, okay, what are you not very good at? And they say, I'm not very good at running short distances. And you say, well, I'm not very, you're not very good at running short distances yet, but you are very good at this particular skill of running short distances. Your technique's good, but maybe the speed isn't quite there. But you're just creating some kind of positive in there. So they go, oh, it's actually not all bad. It's only a little bit that I need to work on. And the same thing when it comes to self-reflection. So sometimes, and I've had many arguments in my life, sometimes you think, oh my God, everything's going very wrong. And you go, okay, so what's actually happening? Okay, so I had an argument saying that which I didn't believe in. Well, that's actually helped me understand what my values are. So I feel better about it now because I've established that there's been a bit of a positive in there. So I didn't like what someone was saying to me, but I said what I needed to say and in the way that I thought was best. And I've learned either that was the right or wrong way to communicate, but also that didn't align with my values and I feel really proud of myself for standing up for them. So that's really important. That's going to actually help someone create a stronger identity and help build some self-confidence. And that's really important as a teenager to learn how to be disagreeable but not take things personally and not be able to think that just because someone's angry at me, it's a bad experience. It still can be a very positive experience. So the reason, the way I like to do this with kids and stuff like teenagers at the moment is to make sure that we go through these three different things. But we're really trying to just create a whole bunch of awareness for what's going on. We're trying to create a very nurturing environment where they can be very expressive in what they're doing and how they're thinking. But they're really making sure that not only are they becoming more well-rounded individuals and being able to express their own opinion, but it's also helping them create a certain identity that they feel can feel more confident in. Because everyone wants to be the next YouTuber, but no one wants to, you know, have the stress that goes with us. Because the thing is, a lot of time that's actually not what they want to do. They don't want to be this big YouTuber. But it tells you what it made. They make it look like they need to be the biggest YouTuber. Because the biggest, the biggest uh, motivations in life at the moment are to be rich and famous, essentially. Where at the moment, it, where it should be, and what it was 20, 30 years ago, is to have a great community around you. Which, so that's why at the moment I'm trying to create this big community of teenagers. Actually, I'm creating a big community of everyone. So we've got teenagers, we've got young kids, we've got parents in this group to make sure that we're all creating the most positive environment for each other. And that way we're not going to get stuck with these insecurities and, and struggle through that in our day-to-day. So, 
bit of a longer fun size one today just a little bit crept over that 10 minutes i hope you don't mind but i really wanted to go through it because i wrote an article about it which actually can link into the the bio for you and the show notes so you can have a read but i really want to make sure that you know at the moment we're, we're thinking about these things we're trying to create the most positive outcome for our future generations and i'd love to see us all chip in do our little bit whether it's building skills for ourselves that we can pass on or we are the parent of the kid and we're going to help provide that if you want to have you know more find more advice or anything like that make sure you just send me an email we can find a time to chat and go through certain things and actually find out how we can do better for your for your family okay Cool. Well, I hope you guys listened to the last episode as well. We've got we had Jared who's on, who's an Olympic gold, uh, silver, silver medalist, gold medal, X Games champion and world champion uh, only a couple of years ago when it comes to snowboard cross. Great episode. It's all about being disagreeable. And I think that it aligns really well with what we just spoke about. So make sure you reach out, get in touch, follow us on socials and make sure you get out there and get to it and start work on your own health. Okay, until next time.